So hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Brown on the Merge Medical Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Jeff Cole and Luis Blanco and John Wilcox, the executive team from Diatech. And they are focused, laser focused on diabetic care, improving the safety and efficacy of the infusion pumps used to deliver insulin. They've got a software as a service platform that monitors the delivery of insulin to alert both the patient, uh, perhaps the parent and the caregiver to a problem with the delivery of the medication. Uh, they check mark all the boxes for the Merge Medical Podcast in the sense that John Wilcox, the CEO, uh, is a sufferer of type 1 diabetes himself. This product very potentially would help millions and millions of patients, help millions and millions of doctors take care of patients and perhaps uh, enrich our lives as well from a financial standpoint. So with that, John, tell me about Diatech. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Brown. Great to see you too here, Dr. Cole. Luis and I, um, you know, as mentioned, uh, are the co-founders of Diatech Diabetes, and we're a medication uh, delivery and monitoring um, company that is developing out a platform for people with diabetes to use with their insulin pumps called Smart Fusion. Uh, the reason why we're doing this primarily is because uh, there's a huge need for this in this space. Uh, insulin pump therapy is widely used within the diabetes community. However, uh, recently reported in a study that we performed, published in Diabetes Technology and Therapeutics, over 90% of people that use insulin pumps for their diabetes therapy experience something called an insulin pump infusion failure. And this is an occurrence where the inserted insulin pump uh, can become blocked, can leak, um, and can also be dislodged from the body, resulting in the insulin not being absorbed properly by the person with diabetes, and can ultimately lead to hyperglycemia, diabetes, ketoacidosis, and it can even be fatal. And so um, we are very, very focused on developing out a software product called Smart Fusion that looks at data directly from the pump um, and is able to integrate with the pump as either an algorithm or app that can pair with the pump's uh, specific sensors to notify the user when the infusion is uh, not successful mm -hmm. and provide data and recommendations to avoid infusion failure in the future when utilizing these products. And we've developed out this platform, as you mentioned, uh, because we have personal stake in this uh, type of uh, device. I wear an insulin pump have for 15 years and Luis's family members also wear insulin pumps. So we're really right. focused on making Absolutely. this a thing. That's, that's really interesting. So the problem with just the pump not doing what you assume it's doing is, is, is that a, is that a newer acknowledgement um, as far as the scientists figuring out that the pump isn't always delivering what, what we think is delivering? Yeah. So kind of right about when we were getting started back in 2018 um, as a you know idea um, was also the emergence of what is the artificial pancreas. This is a system that combines continuous glucose monitors and insulin pump therapy for automated insulin dosing based off of glucose levels that the person with diabetes has. And so with this advent of more automated insulin dosing, more hands-off infusion, um, really continued to emphasize the need for a type of platform like this uh, to ensure that insulin infusion failures are being monitored for and cared for. Um, you can also see how this affected the industry with the development of certain hardware products that look to reduce the occurrence of infusion failure. There were several disposable infusion sets, which are the things that fail with the insulin pump, uh, that were redeveloped to reduce 
uh, infusion failure occurrence. Um, however, they still, they still have uh, incidence of infusion failure. There are failure rates attributed to the clinical studies that they've published. Um, and clinicians also say that a person with diabetes that's wearing a device 24-7 are essentially always going to experience an infusion failure at some point, potentially. Um, so uh, this new development of technology over the last several years has really put this again as one of the last things that need to be solved uh, to ensure that uh, insulin pump therapy can be completely automated and used best by people with diabetes. And tell us more about your product. Yeah, so as I mentioned with Smart Fusion, um, it is a software system which uh, currently exists as both an algorithm and an app with an algorithm on it. And so um, the reason why we kind of have those two versions is because the way that we sell our product is to manufacturers directly of insulin pumps for them to integrate that software into their system. Uh, so if it is they are interested, they could potentially just purchase and license the use of our algorithm to be uh, integrated into their pump system or connect to our app with our algorithm on it to do that data transfer um, that allows us to monitor for uh, infusion failure. And so um, once a manufacturer um, purchases that type of license and enables that integration of our software with their system, it could be readily available for a person with diabetes to use. Um, and so we have developed off this platform to try to be agnostic to both patch and tube insulin pumps. Um, and we are currently uh, discussing with two manufacturers of a tube insulin pump and a patch insulin pump uh, for the development of, our, of Smart Fusion for their systems. That's great. What, and since you are software and software can be portable, um, how do you how do you protect yourself, your IP? That's a great question. So we do hold IP coverage within the United States. Uh, we filed for international coverage with a recent PCT application to Europe. Um, and uh, in addition to that, we do maintain trade secrets, but also have uh, in, included claims um, and specific clauses within uh, every research and development uh, contract that we sign with potential licensees uh, during our R&D phase with them. Uh, so we take a lot of necessary steps to ensure that our IP is held by our, us because, of course, our customer uh, could also potentially be our competitor. But we always approach them and say, look, you know, we are experts within this uh, technology development. We understand that you have a problem. Let's work together to get this solved. Um, and, and that's really the approach that we, we try to take. And where are you guys in your, the regulatory pathway? Yeah, so currently we have not met with the FDA yet, but we do have a scheduled, uh, we are scheduling a, a Q sub, our first Q sub meeting with the FDA uh, for the first quarter of next year, um, based off of our timeline. Um, however, our regulatory process that we envision for our system uh, would involve us filing a joint regulatory submission with the manufacturers who would purchase our system um, and follow their regulatory requirements for the pumps that they sell to patients. Uh, so we would ultimately act as potentially a third-party software manufacturer um, that would enable um, only a transfer of uh, data and software to the manufacturer who would then go on to receive regulatory clearance themselves for use. Um, we understand that, um, you know, regulatory approval is based off of uh, indications of use and claims. Um, so for our first product, we're looking to develop out a uh, software platform that can provide alarms and alerts to uh, infusion failures that occur within the wear period of the approved uh, insulin pump uh, wear time. Um, 
as well as being able to provide simply data review of historical failure um, uh, occurrences and where those happened on the body. Um, and so we envision that to be a very low level regulatory burden. Um, however, as we move forward with our um, development of this platform, when we look into providing recommendations potentially for insulin dosing or how much insulin was actually delivered um, for a failure um, and how that could affect the uh, patient's glucose levels, um, we understand that that would potentially require further regulatory approval. But for our first market entry platform, we expect a very low. Um, yeah, it seemed like it'd be a very short pathway given what you're trying to accomplish. And I can't imagine you'd have to redo it each time. So assuming there are for around number 12 manufacturers that are in your sites, you're talking to, to two, it sounds like, and let's just say you go through the, the, the dual regulatory process with one, do you have, would you have to do that each and every time? Let's say if you, if you, if you worked with all 12 companies or would there be a short path perhaps? So we can honestly say that we do not know the answer to that question yet until we yeah. officially talk to the FDA. Um, but I would envision that um, based off of us filing and receiving regulatory approval with a specific pump um, that is of a tubed pump versus a patch pump, because those are the two different types of infusion pumps. If we are to receive approval for one of those, and then we go to the FDA, uh, we could use the second time for one of those other specific devices. We could potentially follow on um, and utilize that previous submission as evidence, um, as clinical evidence for an approval for a similar type of insulin pump. Passes the common sense test anyway. Potentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And John, you, you already said that your business model would be licensing this to the manufacturers of the pumps. And it's very clear that the target market is somebody with uh, diabetes that's requiring insulin. Um, I want to talk briefly about the fundraising that you're in, but I would like to tell the listener that's listening to this short version of this podcast, you're probably doing yourself a crime, but not listening to the full version of this because this has got implications far beyond diabetic management, including any type of infusion. Um, do you want to talk just a little bit about that and what other potential markets? Yeah, absolutely. So um, regarding the potential, um, we've developed out this platform again to be truly agnostic to not just insulin pumps, but to ambulatory infusion delivery devices. Um, and so we, including in our IP, have included uh, claims to cover the application of smart fusion to other uh, disease state technologies such as Parkinson's, oncology, immunotherapy, um, uh, ambulatory infusion pumps that we see as being a much larger market outside of just the insulin mm -hmm. pump space. So as we grow um, and we hit diabetes as a, you know, uh, as our first market, we um, would potentially look to expand into those markets and apply our system um, to those pumps as well. Um, to just be able to get us, though, to through our first diabetes uh, uh, pump integration and market entrance, we are raising um, a, uh, about $3 million in uh, dilutive capital to uh, pair with a recent $1 million award from the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation we just received a couple months ago. Um, so we're so excited to have that momentum, and we're looking to raise capital um, now to supplement that and get us to a point where we can enter the market with one of the manufacturers that we um, are currently partnered with um, for a regulatory submission. This is the part of the podcast where I ask you guys if there's anything that uh, we haven't asked you that you'd like our listeners to hear. Keep in mind, you'll be heard by people that might use your device, people that might 
use their device for their patients or people that might invest in the company. Luis, I've been talking a lot. Do you want to come on in and maybe say a wrap up and then I'll say one last thing? Um, yeah, I, I think for, you know, the opportunity with Diatech is, is an interesting one. We're a kind of a, a combination of a lot of different businesses, right? We have really heavy research and development focus, um, which is evident from our grant from the, you know, NIH. We have a, you know, the award from the JJRF. We have investment. We're working on a couple of different things. We have products that we worked in the past, like a hardware solution that we use as a research platform for testing our, our <clears throat> you know, for collecting data for our algorithms. And this is something that we can offer as a service to universities or customers or whoever. We're working on a, obviously the, the our main product is Smart Fusion. It's an AI-based uh, infusion failure detection algorithm. Uh, it's, it's very, very effective. We actually haven't talked anything about that, but the, the algorithm works within seconds after an infusion where the, the leading algorithm right now in, in publications takes about 200 to 300 minutes post-infusion to identify a failure, right? So it's magnitudes faster. Uh, and then we're also building a, we have a really strong focus on digital health, right? With our uh, smart fusion platform where physicians can come in and look at this new data stream, but also they can integrate with other devices, right? You want to add Garmin, you want to add Dexcom, you want to add, you know, your pet's uh, smart collar for whatever reason, as a medical device, we, we could do that, right? And it's really designed from this, you know, from our needs that has come out, which is, you know, we're testing different devices, we have ambitions, but not every platform can accommodate that in a uh, regulatory compliant, right? High trust compliant manner. So we're building it for ourselves and hopefully for other people, right? So uh, our, we have a passion for diabetes, we have a passion for technology. We really wanna do this for the patients, right? We believe this is something that will change the course of how we think about medication delivery and mm -hmm. not only in, in insulin therapy, but also potentially other drugs. Uh, so John and I are young, but it isn't, you know, we're, we're trying our best We're wherever we don't um, know something, we reach out for help. I think that's the strongest thing uh, an entrepreneur can do. And what we hope this podcast gets across is that we're very ambitious, we're very motivated, very driven. And, you know, we'd love for folks to come in and, and believe in the product like we do and, you know, fund the company, but also if, if you think you can help in any way, give advice, mentor us, uh, please reach out. We'd love to, to connect uh, because we think this is, this is a great opportunity. I love that. That's fabulous. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. At Merge Medical, our purpose is to interview what we feel is disruptive healthcare startups that will change in a positive manner of the, the care of patients. We try to focus on founder led programs uh, that are personally involved uh, programs that will help patients, that will help physicians uh, from a patient care standpoint and also enrich their lives financially. You guys check mark all the boxes, and I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, Louis Blanco and John Wilcox of Diatech. That's a wrap. <laughs>